Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. We're off and running with another exciting adventure with Dr. Frank King. There's no telling where he may take us this time. Howdy, friends. Welcome to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. I love The Healing Revolution. I do, and too. I do. It's, I tell you, it's, we need some revolution going on here because we realize, and we're going to talk today about nature. Oh, it's okay. It's the sixth essential of the eight essentials. And it's really, I kind of call it the Rodney Dangerfield of the eight essentials because it never really gets the right amount of respect. You know, that was Rodney's stick. And uh, I heard one of his jokes the other day about, uh, he said, I don't get no respect. He said, my wife wants to have sex in the back seat of the car. She wants me to drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield uh, is so funny. He is. And, uh, you know, gosh, whatever happened to uh, he, Yeah, he's, when he's, did he pass on? Or I not? believe he has. I may be wrong. Well, well in respect to Rodney Dangerfield, we're going to talk about nature today. <laughs> okay. And uh, okay. a power of nature. You know, nature has actually nurtured us from the beginning of time. We're deeply interconnected with nature. We are deeply, we can't be separated, so deeply connected, we cannot be separated. You know, we get separated from nature. We have serious problems. Just a day without in weightlessness, you lose significant amount of your bone strength. You know, just a, you know, just away from nature, you get out of the sunshine, and your vitamin D levels will will plummet. You know, it's we need nature. We need it, and uh, and, and substitutes do not cover what nature can prov- provides to us. In the world today, we have all the distractions, things that take us away from nature that has nurtured us from the beginning of time. We have things. I I remember building this. I got so excited uh, about building this great tree house. I got really carried away with it with for my kids and I went all out two stories really? you know with a tr- with a trap door in the top where you can go up and climb up through this huge giant oak tree uh-huh. in our yard. Sounds fun. Oh man, I, the cedar shingle roof and the, wow. and the limbs going through the tree and inside the tree house and the way we formed this uh you know and and the kids, you know, I was like, you know, months on this thing. And finally the kid said, yeah, can we go in and watch TV now? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, can, yeah, we're, there's no big screen out here. Oh, you know, there's, gosh. you know, uh, and I'm like, 
what, what, you know, and it just hit me, you know, how even our kids are really love nature and the outdoors. And, but, you know, modern day has taken us away from this and slowly turning us into zombies, if you would. You know, this is a great analogy. And I think the futuristic shows, you know, relating to zombies, I grew up way back. You might remember the Chili Billy Theater with the zombies. Uh, this was goes way back, black and white TV, you know, before color. And uh, and so this was actually filmed near, not far, in, a big, in Pittsburgh, not far from where our farm was. Okay. Uh, and we had, you know, the Chili Billy Theater. And anyway, a lot of the scary stuff at night you'd watch, you know. and But... You know, the zombies is a you know very real thing in a sense. We are you know going into dark rooms, man caves, out of the sun. We get vitamin D deficient. It starts to not only affect the weakness of our bones, but it affects our immune system. It causes us to become susceptible to cancer. It creates many, many of related to the majority of the chronic problems that's plaguing our society today. And so we are dealing with a lot of issues just from the lack of doctor, what we call Dr. Sunshine. Doctor, you know, I said to all my patients, you want to make sure you get plenty of doctors, sunshine and fresh air. You know, I want to prescribe these to you because they're very important and they work every day for you. They're there for you every day and they work for free. And so, yeah. you know, get out into nature. We're going to talk, you know, and it's probably take a few series to cover some of these to the depth that it deserves. And that is even like Dr. Sunshine, getting that vitamin D, but also getting the melatonin, you know, from the natural light and in the dark nights. And how to, you know, we talked, we just finished on the values of sleep and uh, how you know important this are, and how all the eight essentials. If you leave one out, that leaves you an open door for problems to enter into your life, health issues to arise. And when you cover all eight essentials, you you're basically covering your health, and you don't have to do as much. Just a little bit of all the eight essentials on a regular basis. And you've got you can do more than you can do by bombarding just two essentials. A lot of people just get into, oh, I'm going to watch my nutrition, my diet, and I'm going to exercise, and just those are two of the essentials. Not but that, but you need all eight. And if people can work hours on you know diet and meticulous diets, tightrope type diets, you know they can work hours on fitness. But if that's the only two things you're doing, you're going to come up short. No doubt, you know. You know, just one. Uh, you lack one of the essentials, and the door is open for problems. So we want to say, and you can when you do a little bit of all eight essentials, you don't have to work as hard on you know doing everything. You don't have to spend hours in the gym or you know and exercising. You know, you don't have to be so meticulous about your diet. You know, it gives you more liberty, it gives you more freedom to be able to live a balanced life and get the most out of the efforts you put towards your health. So a little bit of all eight essentials, you get more done for you in your health with less effort. And I like that. <laughs> yeah, know? that's a win-win. You know, I yeah. like that. And nature is one of those things. If we try to avoid nature, 
And we're going to talk about forest bathing and walking barefoot in the dew and in the grass and in getting some of the, you know, the wonderful things. And I just want to, you know, Randy and maybe a number of our listeners are could be, you know, like us in our mid 60s. And I look back and I remember, you know, what nature when I couldn't wait when I got home from school. I couldn't change my clothes fast enough, man. I was just ripping them clothes off as fast as I could and and, and jumping two feet in my pants real you know at a time you pulling them up quick while I hopped in the air and uh and getting going you know I want to go outside and I remember hearing from my parents shouting. Don't slam the screen door. <laughs> you know, if we remember those days, yeah. kind of gone in a sense. And so is nature in a sense. Yeah. You know, we just don't value. And I remember going outside, couldn't wait to hop on my bicycle or on my uh, pony, uh, my horse, uh, going for a ride, uh, you know, playing in the treehouse that you know we built, you know, back then. And we had a network in our treehouse. I mean, we went all out. And we, we, had, we had swings to go from one one tree to the next, you know, and, and we had shelters where you land, just like Tarzan and the old Tarzan. Can you do a Tarzan sound there, Randy? Oh, you, no, I can't. I think you can. You got the voice be, for it. Used to be okay, able to. Maybe next show you practice it a little bit. <laughs> okay. We'll maybe do some Tarzan calls, okay? Uh, but swinging, you know, yeah. and vines. You know, we had vines, you know, from, you know, old grapevines in the woods and things that we slashed and freed up in a way so you can swing there and then we put ropes where we didn't have vines and man we had a whole network going on we'd go in the barn where we stacked all this hay through the summer and then through the winter we made tunnels and secret passageways you know to go through and, and play corn cob fights <laughs> you know remember the corn cob throwing those corn cobs without the corn on them of course right frozen most of the time hard yes. yeah and but the uh you know we would you know, play hide and go seek uh, in all sorts of games where you know fox and the and the hens, and where you know, try to you know two fox. We have one depending on how many people would play, and one or two foxes. The rest of us would be the hens, and we'd r- go run off and hide, and they try to run us down, find us, take us back, put us in the hen house in a sense, and and then one of us try to break free and tag them and free them up, you know, to get out loose again. We had so much fun playing outdoors. Outside, we did too, and and we find, and I want to encourage everyone to find their you know space in nature, to be able to find this. I remember when I f- went to school in Atlanta, and I came back to the north and near the Great Lakes there to practice, and I remember not liking those long winters and the snow, and I was like. And then I decided I'm going to try something. I want to take up cross country skiing. And cross-country skiing changed my whole attitude towards winter. You know, and I, and I just went back to memories. And I have memories of every year and every season in nature in my life from the time my memory started as a child. And I remember some of the early ones going out and remember taking these boxes and we did this num- many year a number of years throughout our lives and we take boxes and pack them full so when we had a big snow and we pack them and made huge bricks out of them and then we turn them upside down we actually formed an igloo and you know, with the entry just like you know in 
I remember going in that igloo in the wintertime and the quietude and, you know, from the insulation of all this snow and it's this dome. It was like an energetic vortex. It was so special, so unique. And just all oh, these memories of nature is what stands out and relationships because we did this as a team. We did this as a family in, in to build these things and to build forts and have snowball fights and, you know, and just all these things that we did. And we made fun in the snow and that cross-country courses that we I'd made when I was older, when I took up the cross-country skiing was so special. And having these, you know, cool courses along cliffs and, you know, and the streams and the, and, uh, you know, the going up hills and downhills and, and, you know, all sorts of obstacles in our cross country ski course that we actually created on the farm. And so these are fun things that we did. I remember most of my life I had been a runner and, uh, you know, and I'd love, I'd learn you dress, right? I remember. Oh, man, it is sleeting or snowing or raining, but I dressed for it, and I remember going out, and I remember having some of my best runs in the rain because the air is the cleanest it will ever be, and I can breathe in that air. I felt the difference, and wow, if I didn't say, oh, use excuses to say, enjoy these, every part of nature has an experience to offer us. And not make excuses, but to find a way to go out, even if it's not for a run, but a walk in the woods in the rain is a beautiful time. And the sounds, you know, the rain coming down and hitting the leaves and the branches and, the, you know, in the forest lawn and, you know, just, the, you know, every season there is something special. And to experience that. And, you know, and there's there's so much research. And one of the shows will go into more about what forest bathing really does and the research behind it and how it decreases stress and improves health and lowers your cholesterol, cortisol and uh, lowers high blood pressure. Just by going out and walking in the forest. Wow. Now, you can walk on a treadmill and you don't get those results like that. But, you know, actually there's tests showing where you're walking on a treadmill could be better than not walking all, perhaps, but they actually show where it increases problems, too, in the EMFs, the electromagnetic fields and things of this nature. So we'll talk about these things. There's going to be a few shows here to cover so much about nature. And I want to hit some of the proven, tested highlights and some of the experiences that I remember having as a child and in, as an adult today. I love going out and working in nature. That's why I still farm. That's why I still love getting out, trimming the bushes, tie, you know, doing some gardening, planting some seeds, seeing the fruit of our labor, not only for one season, but planting things for all season. Those blueberry bushes, I look forward to them every year. And all I had to do is plant them one year. <laughs> and but then, you know, but going out and having the to see you know, and enjoy the fruit of my labor in, in reality, <laughs> you know, real fruit and you know, have the berries and the and the in the in the fruits and uh, the vegetables and the figs from the tree, you know, the fig trees that I planted decades ago. You know, to enjoy these apples of different types that I've, I've, I've got trees that were grafted that have like three to five different types of apples on one tree. 
Amazing. How about that? That is And they amazing. all mature at a different time, so you're not overloaded having to deuce with so much. You right, know? right. Great little things. I love working in nature where I do some landscaping. I do something, a little water, some water features, you know, a fire feature, you know, things that I can enjoy the outdoors even more. Every time I go home, I can look at the things that I planted and see what they're grow, how they're growing, and what they're what they're doing, and and enjoy the waterfall, and enjoy the uh, you know the gardening, the you know the outdoor part where other people can enjoy it too, in the fire pit, in the grilling outdoors, in the in the you know the list, the list does not ever stop. There's something special to do, and you know I remember car you know shaping one big evergreen bush and turning it in. It looked you know I saw part of it and I started trimming it, and all of a sudden it turned into look like an ostrich running, you know, wow. a big giant ostrich. And to look at that ostrich, you know, for years I looked at that ostrich and enjoyed, shaped it up a little more, kind of like a giant bonsai. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so, right. Uh, you know, I'd love, you know, think about ways. There's, it's endless to apply your creative skills, to apply, apply this and, and get the endorphins from the work of this year after year after year, planting those special seeds in the ground, planting those bushes. You know, when you plant trees and bushes, my dad always told me, if you bought a tree, you better dig a $40 hole. And he He's right. right. Yes. He's spot you know, on right. Yeah. And you had to dig that thing a lot bigger than what it would just naturally fit in because yeah. then those roots can really spread out and grow deeper and wider and, and produce, you know, be a more fruitful tree. Uh, you know, the ways to create in nature things that you will enjoy. And even though we've done that and, you know, moved on to another home, but I can still go back and I know somebody else is enjoying that. Yeah. And that's good, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, you leave everything you do better than what you found it. It's been something my daddy always and my mother both taught me to, you know, you're not just doing this for you, son. You know, and he would show me things that he did when he was younger and what and here's the fruit of it. You know, I remember as a child, my dad turned there was a big giant swamp in the middle of our farm. And I remember as, you know, five years old, riding on the bulldozer in the evenings with my dad when he'd work long hours, of course. But and I remember him dynamiting the streams through this giant swamp. And then we had that would drain and then he would doze it deeper and build this breastwork. And, he, you know, and through a couple years of doing this. He ended up turning that big swamp into a 33-acre lake. Wow. With an acre and a half island on on it. Really? And I, and I got to enjoy that from, I think, probably six or seven years old. That lake fishing and boating and canoeing and pond. We'd go out and fix meals and on the pontoon boat and have evening meal out there. And we'd be swimming, diving off the pontoon and in the water. And then it's time to eat and get out and eat out there in the open air. Always increased your appetite. You ever notice how swimming increases? Just something as simple as swimming can increase your appetite. Very much so. Getting out in nature will increase your appetite. And that just shows, I don't want to increase my appetite. Well, you're burning off a lot more than you can eat when you're playing in nature. And, you know, and so 
it's a sign of health and well-being. And it's a beautiful thing to get out into nature. You get that, you know, doctor, uh, vitamin O, and that's, we know what vitamin O is, that's oxygen. And get that oxygen flowing, you know, and it's just beautiful. And we get to enjoy some vitamin N. That's the vitamins you get from nature in general. You know, it makes you just feel better. It's endorphins. You know, it's things that help you improve your life, lower your stress, and improve your well-being, improve your uh, endorphins in overall. Give you vitality. Much more vitality. And so it's so important. And we'll get benefits from nature. We have still not, you know, we don't know all. We can't even add them all up yet because you just feel better. And there's so much. So we want to encourage, I want to encourage everybody to think about nature. I can remember so much. Again, every season and every year of my life, there's memories still in me that are special about being out in nature, playing, picking blackberries. And we'd even, you know, we didn't have anything to put blackberries in. Oh, we just thought, hey, what do we do? We didn't have even plastic bags back then, you know. You know, we had paper bags, stain them up, and, you know. But we would take a piece of Timothy and pull it, you know, off, you know, and it would be a long string. And we string the, straw, the blackberries over that long oh, strand of Timothy. But it had the little fuzzy thing on the end, you know, uh, that would hold them. And we'd have strings of blackberries. And that's how we collected them, you know. And in, in, you eat more than you picked, but you know that was part of the fun of it. And um, you know, going out into nature always is a surprise. There's something you learn. I've learned so many principles from nature. I apply principles of nature even in business, even in life. You know, where diversity in nature creates stability rather than monocrops. So I learned how to diversify business. So if something went was a problem in one part of the business, the other part of the business was able to support it. You know, that's my as my mother said when I went out and collected the eggs. Don't you remember? She gave me two baskets. Don't always put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> and uh, you know, so much nature can teach us. You know, and we love you know learning from nature. Nature is a great teacher as well as it gives a substance on the inside. I remember as when I was a very young child, I was very sick, but it was my time that I spent playing outdoors, working on the farm, and then playing on the farm, you know, that actually brought back my health. And it was a very vital part of restoring me as a sick child to a very healthy uh, young, you know, child growing up. So I went from very sickly, where they thought I had leukemia at one point, to becoming a very healthy and vibrant child. That's the Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King, and the topic this week is nature. So let's take a quick break and come back for more from Dr. Frank King.
Dr. King's flagship farm is now open for tours. Located in Leicester, North Carolina, 15 minutes from downtown Asheville, Dr. King's tour promotes soil to sustenance. Visitors enjoy breathtaking views of the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains with a variety of animals, including bison, African Watusi, elk, camels, deer, and yak. Feed milking camels and see rare white bison and marvel at the largest horned cattle in the world, the African Watusi. To make your reservations or for questions, please visit carolinabison.com. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Welcome back to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Dr. King, you're taking me back to the farm days. Uh, uh, And there were a lot of uh, don'ts, you know, like uh, uh, don't uh, stay out of the garden. You know, stay Mm -hmm. out of the garden. Don't mess with the garden. Don't mess with that bull. He can get kind of mean (laughs) and... uh, and don't smoke in the barn, you know. <laughs> you're, you're taking me back. All this stuff is ingrained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot about safety you learn, you know, in uh, practicality on the farm. That's one of the things that I've found working with people. I'll take somebody that has grown up on a farm and, hey, have it. There's a certain natural ability that is acquired from one who has grow, grew up working a farm, understanding a lot of the principles of nature, you know, and common sense. You know, the only problem with common sense is it's just not that common, you know. <laughs> so, Unless you grew up on you know, a farm. And yeah. growing up in nature, you learn certain things to yeah, do, you know. Sure do. Uh, to ask for forgiveness for, you know, when the city kids come over and we had these electric fences. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> and, you know, a bunch of young boys on the farm, you know. Of course. Think you can pee over that fence. <laughs> oh, boy. Eventually that stream comes down and they, they, they just, and they, you hear they screams. Line up. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, oh, forgive me for that. But that uh, was fun. Oh, my. Uh, you could have been traumatized for life. I don't know whatever happened to them silly boys. But, uh, you know, they'd always step in the wrong place, you know. Always, <laughs> always. And, uh, you know, they didn't think to watch where they're stepping, you know. You know, that's one of the and, things you learn of common sense on the farm is where to step. You yes, know? watch the slippery places. <laughs> uh, it's, and there's so many practical things, you know, to, uh, you know, to always close a gate when you go through it, yeah. you know, and. And, you know, but you you learn some really wonderful things uh, about life and uh, principles of life and uh, that help us throughout our lives. And so, you know, and I think this zombie thing again, you know, just the the nature of modernization is drawing us further and further away from nature. Kids are spending the majority of their hours by far on electronic devices. And much, much less time outside on in what you call unstructured playtime outdoors. Outdoors? Well, how do I want to go outdoors? You know, it's like, you know, and that's the attitude of the majority of kids today. And they have been, you know, the all the electronic devices, you know, they're not looking around. You know, they were staring at 
computer screens or you know so-called smartphone it's not a lot of you know it's not as smart as you think you know to be using it all the time you can use it use the benefits and i love looking up so you can actually take a picture of a plant and you know got a program it'll tell you what that plant is so there's a lot of nature things you can do on your phone, but let's you know. But you can if you are there reading texts and emails and and you know and doing all that while out in nature, you're missing out on a lot. I dis I find it so important to disconnect, to shut that phone off, you know, and to get out away from it. Get off the grid. This whole grid, this electronic grid thing, is a whole new experiment. We're they all like lab rats. In a sense, you know, in the in the 21st century, that yeah, we're now, you know, being exposed to things, electrical, you know, what we call EMS, electromagnetic fields and RFs, radio frequencies and grids and, uh, you know, uh, you know, wireless type of, you know, assault on our in our in our cellular signaling within our bodies, all in very similar frequencies. And so this is definitely affecting us in a lot of ways. And and we need to wake this use some what I call natural sense. And let's put some natural sense to this. Say, wait, can, wait a minute. We're kind of like polar bears taken from the Arctic regions and released in the Death Valley Desert. If you want to accelerate this experiment, do that. You'll see those polar bears will not survive very long. You know, you take a fish out of water, we know it will not survive very long. We take ourselves out of nature and we start to see a decline. We start to see, and there's this new thing in the whole genetic world that's happening where it's called epigenetics. Or, you know, when you total up all the genetics and their interactions, it's called genomics. And you sum total this, and you'll see that you can actually change your gene expressions. If you put someone in a nat- uh, an, an unnatural environment of any kind, you will just like the polar bears being moved to the desert. You know, okay, you will see uh, a decline in health. And you eat junk food, you're going to see a decline in health. Natural foods is what's nurtured us from the beginning of time. When we start adulterating those foods, when we start, you know, changing our environment in a significant way, whether it's the food we drink or the flu or f- the food we eat or the fluids that we drink, what happens is we start doing more Kool-Aids and artificial type drinks and, and we went away from water that's nurtured us from the beginning of time and, and we try to substitute away from water. We start seeing all sorts of problems occur. Why type 2 diabetes used to be called uh, adult onset diabetes. Now, there's more children, 3,000% increase in type 2 diabetes in children just in the last 12 years. In children? In children. 3,000%? And nobody's screaming about this. And so this is amazing. And what's going on is we have substituted so many things out of nature. We've got into the artificial sweeteners. We got into the artificial foods. We've got into the artificial drinks uh, in, in, you know, artificial lifestyle. We are now our lifestyle has moved away from being in nature to being away from nature. 
you know, now our lifestyle is more in front of the computer screen or the, you know, our laptops or TVs and, you know, and we're, we're becoming, again, you think about it, zombies hate light, the sun. <laughs> they right. don't want to go out in the sun, you know. Zombies hate being, um, you know, eating natural, you know, they eat decayed stuff. You know, we're, we're, we begin to decline as human beings in many ways. And we'll see the further we get away from nature that's nurtured us from the beginning of time, the more we get in our epigenomics, we see negative gene expressions manifesting that lead to disease. The more we get back into nature and all the factors of nature that's nurtured us from the beginning of time, more we get back into that natural environment that we're designed to live in and, and prosper in, then we see positive gene expressions being manifest. And they've done this with identical twins, where they've taken an identical twin, observed two different lifestyles. One lives a good, clean, natural lifestyle, and another lives a well more wild, unnatural lifestyle. The one, you know, unnatural lifestyle is eating junk food, you know, drinking a lot of things that are not maybe uh, part of what nature provides. Sugary drinks. Yes. And, and, uh, you know, just more chemical exposures and uh, more unnatural lifestyles in general, partying a lot and, you know, poor quality sleep and and uh, not exercising. Where the other identical twin lives a more natural, balanced lifestyle. And we see the natural, you know, the natural balanced lifestyle twin is healthy and, and vibrant. And the unnatural, eventually, we've seen, they've seen these comparisons multiple times we you know, would end up with sickness and disease and early death and so you know we see what is the difference they had the identical genetics but it was the lifestyle that made the difference even modern medicine says you know, they can calculate and say 80% of the chronic diseases plaguing our society today today you know is related to lifestyle Eighty percent. Eighty-seven percent. Wow. Now, 80, wow, okay. Then if lifestyle was the cause, now, you know, let's use some natural logic here if we could for a moment. Some farm thinking here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so what would, if that lifestyle was the cause, what is the cure? Would it be some new drugs, maybe some new inventions of an artificial drug? And by the way, all these drugs that are, you know, created are not from nature. Uh, guess what? They cause more side effects. The cardiovascular drugs cause diabetes. The diabetic drugs is causing cardiovascular disease. All the almost all the drugs relate have increased risks of cancer. So we see that. Wait a minute. Okay, with nature, you see lifestyle is the cause. Help me out, Randy. Uh, what the heck could be the cure? Can you think of it? Anything? Idea? Something to help science out here? Don't have a medical degree, yeah. but I think the answer to that is lifestyle. Well, very. You know what? You you were raised on a farm, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and we see that we. That's where we need to go back to. That's what the you know, uh, the healing revolution is really all about. Is we can't shortcut these things, you know, and and expect to thrive and survive. 
We can't do that. We, we this is something we we can. St- I don't. I'm not saying we have to go live off the grid somewhere in nature, and uh, you know, totally. But we we just we can do have the best of both worlds, really. But we want to be smart about it. It's the intelligent ones that will survive the 21st century and beyond. It's the ones who apply that balance and understand that you can't be taken out of your environment and expect to thrive. You, what you can do is you can still enjoy the beauties. I can. I love modern inventions. You know, I got air, air filtrations in my home. I have things that you know. I have where we keep our humidity balanced through the year. So when the heat heater's on, there's a humidifier that's adjusted. That you know I can adjust in a way where I can keep that humidity just right to keep my nostrils from drying out and my throat from drying out and my skin from drying out and may maintain my health and well-being, prevent head colds and viruses and all sorts of things. So I use technology wisely, but and that's it. We want to think, okay, let's think natural. You know, if you don't treat those cows just right and keep the minerals they need up in front of them, you know, keep the right supplements that they need, they don't prosper. And if they don't prosper... The farmer doesn't prosper. And, you know, so we want to be able to look at this type of thing. You know, that's why we're getting back to grass-fed meats. That's why we're getting back to natural foods is because it's better for the animals. The animals are healthy. The animals prosper better, you know, and the people that consume the eggs and the animals and and the grasses and the plants all do better. So that's where, you know, we're getting back to, we see this logic, but we want to make sure we're applying it to our own lives as well. So it works in farming, it works in nature, and it works in us. And that is really the key to getting back to nature, getting to having those places where you can get away and walk. Even if you live in the city, there's a park somewhere, you know, hopefully they're not spraying for nasty things and you know after spraying for herbicides you don't want to go barefoot walking there so check that out know what's going on and if you got good clean grass to walk in you know go barefoot enjoy it i even like going barefoot just for a shorter while makes my walk faster as uh in the in the frost that yeah. is, that Talk is. about increasing your circulation. I'll bet. Oh, you want to cre- increase your circulation? Do you know? Do your frost walk, you know, a fast frost walk, and you will. You know, it's really good for you. You'll feel the heat. You'll come in, and your feet will be on fire. <laughs> Talk about a cure for cold feet. Oh, bet. Go get some exposure to some cold and teach your body's uh, metabolism. You'll awaken your thyroid. You'll increase your energy level. You, you know why we have such a thyroid problem today? We're not exposing ourselves to the cold like we normally would be. We're not getting out in it much. Uh, you know, we're in, you know, I, when I grew up, there was a, you know, neighbor uh, farm near us, right across the street from us. There were seven, no, nine kids in that family and nine children in one family. Wow. Talk about a Yeah. You know, that's, that's big, the way families, you remember how the family used yeah. to be big? My, both of all my parents, sibling, I had a bunch of siblings, yeah. Yeah. And so, 
you know, nine kids in that family. I had a lot of kids to play with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they were never sick. And what do they do? They were out running around barefoot all the time. You know, they were outside most, you know, because nine kids and two parents in a house. Get out of here. Yeah, going outside. <laughs> <laughs> they got kicked outside. Bro. Go play in the street. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, our streets was, you know, a single ash road, you know, so there was no hardly any cars on it. We get to ride our bikes on it all oh, the yeah. time. We, yeah. we were outside and playing and climbing trees and, and, you know, in the barn and finding fun stuff to, to do all the time and enjoying the outdoors. And so, you know, catch, you're setting out a trap to catch the rabbit, <laughs> you know. Uh, you yeah. know, there's yeah. so much fun, you know, doing. You know, we, we, we get so much entertainment and how we learn to entertain ourselves and be creative, you know, put the little feed there and just to catch the bird. You know, we let it go, but, you know, just to catch that bird in that little box and a stick and a string. And then a bird come in there. We wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> and we catch the, and just catching, you play snakes and, and stuff. You know, we had yeah. fun doing that kind of stuff. And so I want to just encourage everyone to, you know, let's not lose track of nature that has nurtured us. Let's not lose uh, connection. The more we connect with nature and disconnect with the electronic grids, the healthier we're going to be. You can still use, I still use it. We turn those routers off at night in our home. You know, they're only on when we're there using them. And then they go off. Disconnect them. And so the last person going to bed at night disconnects the router. Are you in trouble in the morning? <laughs> you know, so we make sure we do these kind of logical things. And there's so much logic here we're going to go through and share about how to maximize our nature and minimize the things that works against our nature, where we can still have, you know, the best of both worlds. We can still have the benefits uh, you know of what modern technology can bring, but with wisdom and you you know and a balance, you know we can still ha- we'll enjoy them without having those things destroy us. Without having those things you know work against us. When we start walking barefoot in the dew and in the grass, that that in a sense takes out, out all those EMFs collected from the grid in our bodies that could be interfering with us. We'll talk later more about. About things like, you know, negative ions and positive ions and the ways that you can actually work and to keep your ions in balance in your body. That's the key to keeping your cell communications going. That's the key to keeping balance, not only in pH, but also in your electronic balance of your body. And when you have that, your body's going to be happier and healthier. You're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to think clearer. You know, when you all this starts to compound on you, it starts to drain your energy. And some of the signs that you'll see that you have an imbalance with nature is that you'll find your energy will start to get sucked away. You just don't have the energy you used to have. You'll find that, you know, little health problems, a lot of skin problems start manifesting. You'll see, you know, health problems in general manifesting. You'll see that your brain begins to be uh, forgetful. 
you know, absent-mindedness begins to manifest more so. You'll find that your joy begins to get robbed. These are all signs, okay, of lack of nature. You have a, you know, malillumination <laughs> from sun, you know. You know, I love getting out and taking a moonlit walk. Remember, there used to be songs written about that. Oh, yeah. And now, do we do that? <clears throat> No. And so we want to get back to these things. We, you know, having those water features around your house, just the sound of a waterfall or trickling brook or a babbling brook. So soothing. You know, it so is. So soothing. I love that. You know, we need to be connected to water. And so much of our where we live, we're not. But you know what? You have to move, go live next to a mountain stream somewhere. That's nice. It would be nice, wouldn't it? But... Do you, you know, how about creating your water feature in your own where you are? And there you have it. Okay. Same sounds. It's not, you know, I'm not just talking about even play, you know, all the nature, you know, songs that you can play now, you know, and soothing and relaxing with the sounds of birds. Just think what the sound, what the heck do the birds have to do with it? Well, just to. I mean, just listening to the tweeting and I and getting those bird feeders around your home, f- taking care of those birds through the winter, getting that suet out there, you know, uh, some of that fat that keeps them healthy and surviving the winter, you know, do things in f- the bird feeders. And uh, in the summer, the hummingbirds, I like the boom Love of the hummingbirds, hummingbirds. you know, too. the sounds of those. There's just something when I see those ruby Breasted ones that uh, just light yeah. up, you know, uh, you know, they're just that sound of a hummingbird. It gives me energy. You know, their metabolisms by average body temperature of a hummingbird is 106 degrees. Wow! You want to hanging around a hummingbirds? You know, you'll get some. You'll get re, you'll get reinvigorated. And so, you know, think about you. You've got a slow metabolism. Just hang out with the hummingbirds for a little bit. <laughs> I swear, the things will inspire your they metabolism. Will. They really uh, will. So, They're amazing. You know, there's so many things in nature that nurtures us and cares for us and helps keep us in balance. Let's not forget it. Let's begin to take back the nature around us and begin to experience those benefits. And there's ways to do that no matter where you live. You can connect with nature. Bring some plants indoors. You know, if you don't have much, you're in a townhouse somewhere or high rise. You know, it's amazing how there's children living in high rises in very sterile environments that are very sick. And they're more sick than the Amish kids. And there's studies showing the Amish kids running around barefoot in, in, in the dust in more exposed to more microbes than you can ever imagine. Hanging out in the barns and all the microbials and the manures and all these things. And these Amish kids are extreme. They don't get the head colds. They don't get the flu bugs like, like you know, the people living in sterile environments. So let's think that all those natural microbes in the forest are not bad. They're good for you. They will help feed your good microbes and help keep you in balance. All little secrets about nature that we're going to learn more about. Hang on just a second, and Dr. King will be back to wrap up the first in a series about nature and your own personal healing revolution. 
Dr. King's Carolina Bison. Bison meat has about half the calories of beef, less fat than fish, and contains higher levels of digestible protein. In appearance, bison is a richer and darker red meat due to the high levels of vitamins and minerals and the lack of artificial preservatives, stimulants, and hormones that are usually found in beef. Dr. King's Carolina Bison is currently available at these popular local eateries and stores. Earth Fair, Harris Teeter, Wicked Weed, Universal Joint, Juicy Lucy's, Pax Tavern, The Biltmore Estate, Asheville Brewing Company, Jack of the Wood, Red Stag Grill in the Grand Bohemian Hotel, Grove Park Inn, and more. For more information, visit carolinabison.com. Dr. King's Carolina Bison, now proudly served at all Fresh Market locations. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Welcome back to The Healing Revolution as Dr. Frank King uh, concludes our first episode of how important nature is in the overall scheme of your own healing revolution. Hmm. Yes, once the more you tap into nature... You know, the more you discover its 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 wonders, and uh, the more you not just you know watching it on TV. That's always a nice thing. If I'm going to watch a show, I always like to go to those nature shows uh, and learn something you know about nature and give me some new ideas. I always get new ideas about how to implement something special in my life just by watching that. And uh, but but by experiencing nature firsthand. Is where you're going to experience, you know, have your greatest breakthroughs personally. You're going to find, a, you know, in one of the things that I find nature does is it grounds us. And we all are to some level ungrounded. And there's a little thing called an ohm meter. You familiar with an ohm meter? Mm-hmm. You're, you're a radio guy, Randy. Seen them fooled with them all my life. Yeah, yeah. volt you, ohm meter. Yeah, and you can grab onto that little metal rod on the ohm meters. And see, and you'll find that most everybody has slightly positive charge to it. And you think, well, that must must be good, right? Well, not when it comes to ohms, okay? You know, attitude, yes, positive is good. But when it comes to ohms, you know, that's a sign that we've got we're getting out of balance, really. We want to be zero uh, on the ohm meter. You want to discharge that electricity. Yes, because it's the electronics around us that create these positive ions. And we were, we were overwhelmed in modern 21st century with positive ions. If you go to uh, out to a waterfall somewhere and that mist in the air, that that's a beautiful, that's what they call negative ionization. Those are negative ions. And that's why we're at this waterfall and you feel so refreshed and so recharged and renewed and restored. You know, that's where you begin to experience, wow, I love hanging out around this waterfalls. And so, you know, you, what you can do with this little ohm meter is do a little test. Check it. You know, something uh, – and with that that test, you'll find that, you know, from the fluorescent lights to the, just the grid that we're exposed to, we are exposed to too many positive ions. Now, you can hold on to a piece of metal or something, and you'll see that positive charge go down to zero or very close to zero. That's a sign you, you, you have too much uh, grid, electrical pollution 
within you. And you want to get rid of that electrical pollution. And we're going to talk about this here in the next episode. But I just want you to know, you know, even when you think, and we'll talk more about this, people that live in what we call the blue zones, look it up. In the blue zones, these are people that live to be in their second century. They're living to be over 100 years of age. What do they all have in common? And you'll see that they have a strong connection with nature. They are outside a lot. They're closely connected. They're exercising. They're walking. They're breathing fresh air. They're tending fences and sheep and uh, animals. They're they're working in the vineyards. They're they're doing things and they're you know deeply connected with nature. So, with that, we're going to talk you know at the next episode more about the values of nature and how you. No matter where you live, you can reconnect with nature and we can all take our benefits of nature to the highest level. Not only just to feel better, but to live longer and live healthier, where it's not just about our longevity, about our lifespan, but it's about our health span. How long do we live healthy? So with nature, you can not only add years to your life, but you can add more life to your years. Thank you, Dr. Frank King. Uh, Another episode about the importance of nature coming up next week on The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com and join the healing revolution.